Hi there, Steve Kaufman here. Today, I want to give you some advice uh, as regards using slang. Now, my advice up front is don't try to learn slang. Or at least don't try, don't try to deliberately learn the slang. Don't use slang until you are ready for it. Slang is difficult. Uh, it's very easy to grab a hold of some slang terms and throw them into your language, hoping that they're appropriate and hoping that it'll create a great impression, but it's very, very difficult to pull off. Now, I know some of you will immediately say, well, Steve is old. What does he know? Uh, young people like to use slang. Maybe, but I can tell you that it's difficult to use. It's constantly changing. What's you know, modern slang today may be out of fashion by the time you find that slang term and try to use it. Um, we, if you spend a lot of time with people who are using slang and it becomes sort of very much a part of your language environment, then at some point you will start naturally using it. If on the other hand, you get a dictionary of slang or a list of popular slang words in Colombia or in Ecuador or, you know, or in Germany or whatever language you're learning and you say, okay, I'm going to use those words and that's going to make me sound more authentic. Most of the time it won't make you sound authentic. It'll make, it'll somehow to the native speaker comes across, comes across as strange. In other words, there is a point in our use of language where we naturally start to use words that we have heard and we have heard them so often that we know exactly what they mean and we know exactly how they're used. Now, the same can be said for other words. Until you've heard particular words or phrases often enough, you're not totally confident that you can use them correctly. All of that is true, but it's a bigger issue with slang because with slang, we're almost saying, you know, I'm totally cool and up on the latest slang and you sort of present yourself as someone who naturally uses these slang terms. But if you aren't in fact a person who naturally uses those slang terms, then the impression created is often negative. You may get some laughs, but it doesn't give the impression that you are a competent user of the language. And by slang, I, I you know, refer to sort of terms, uh, you know, terms, you know, hey, dude, uh, you can say dude, but if you don't feel totally comfortable calling someone dude, don't call them dude. Uh, comes a point, there will be a point where you're comfortable using that term, but until then, and it'll come out naturally. It's like so much in language learning, even, you know, polite language in, in Japanese, I don't make a deliberate attempt to learn polite forms so that at some point I'm going to trot out this polite form. I sort of speak a neutral form of the language and at some point I will have heard these polite terms so often that it'll just be natural for me to use the more polite form in a certain situation. However, most of the time if I use the sort of a neutral form of the language, that works. Nobody in Japan is ever offended if you use the literal form. However, if you use a too familiar slangy form of the language with someone who is not say of your in-group, that can create a bit of a wincing uh, on the part of the person who hears it. Whereas if you stay 
with neutral language, you can't go wrong. Now, as with so many things in language, it depends on the language environment that you are a part of. It's a bit like this, you know, deliberately learning, you know, business English or academic English. Uh, slang in many ways is more difficult than business English or academic English. You have to have a very, you know, strong sense of the sort of sensitivity of when to use certain slang words and when not, or even certain abbreviations. There's a tendency because you hear I'm gonna wanna, you exaggerate gonna wanna. You think the thing to say is I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna, I wanna do this. I say I wanna, I gonna. I say it naturally. I don't deliberately say, I, I mean, I try, I think I'm saying I'm going to, but I end up saying I'm gonna or I wanna instead of I want to. But the learner should train him or herself to say I want to, I'm going to. And gradually over time, it'll become, I'm going to want it. You know, in French, for example, je ne, je ne sais pas, but after a while you start naturally saying, je ne sais pas, je ne sais But at least in your mind, you're saying, je ne sais pas. You're trying to stay with the sort of neutral form of the language and naturally certain slang expressions, certain contractions, certain forms of the language will creep into your language because you've heard it so often and you're sort of you know, instinctively using those forms, in which case it's fine. But if you deliberately say, boy, you know, the really cool French people, they don't say je ne sais pas, they say chipa. So I'm going to say chipa. It'll, it'll sound funny. It won't work. All of this is, of course, even more true with swear words. Swear words are difficult to use. Be very careful. Make sure you're comfortable with how these words are used, who will appreciate you using them, and probably your best advice is to stay away from them. Uh, and I was referring, by the way, to business English or academic English. Those are, again, forms of the language where because you are, are in an environment which is, say, business, so business Japanese, I spent, you know, most of my Japanese language interactions while living in Japan were with business people and specifically relating to the wood business. So I became very familiar with terms. And in fact, a lot of the customers were from the Kansai. So all kinds of sort of Kansai, in other words, Osaka area, uh, you know, expressions, intonations naturally became a part of how I speak Japanese. I don't, I didn't deliberately go out to try and sound more like someone from Osaka, but people have told me that there are times when my uh, Japanese seems to reflect a certain Kansai influence. It happens naturally. So I think, we want to allow our language to develop naturally based on who we're talking to, what subject matter we're dealing with, and not to try to deliberately learn, you know, slang or swear words, uh, or as I say, you know, business Japanese, business French, business. If you are with people enough, if you read enough material, if you listen to enough material, uh, which has a certain form of the language, you will naturally start to speak that way. And so I would advise people to place the emphasis on acquiring different ways of speaking naturally by putting yourself in situations where you're hearing that form of the language a lot and to avoid deliberately trying to impress people with uh, slang or your interpretation of how people are speaking that you think are very cool and you would like to be like them. Rather, let the process happen naturally. Now, I hope that doesn't sound too much like an old fuddy-duddy like me.
Uh, fuddy-duddy is probably a slang, a very outdated slang. Maybe now the equivalent would be boomer or some such term. At any rate, that, those are my views on slang. I hope that was helpful. And I'll leave you with a couple of videos that talk about using different forms of the language in different situations. Thank you for listening.